0: All praise is due to Allah. Allah is worthy of all praise. We praise Him. We seek His help. And we seek His forgiveness. We seek refuge in Allah from the evil of ourselves and the consequences of our evil actions. Whomsoever Allah guides, none can misguide. And whomsoever Allah misguides, none can guide. And I bear witness, there's no deity worthy of worship except Allah. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may Allah's peace and blessings be upon him, is Allah's servant and messenger. The best of speech is Allah's speech. And the best of guidance is the guidance of Allah's Messenger. And the worst of the affairs are the add-ons to the religion. For every add-on to the religion is a heresy. And every heresy is an act of misguidance. And every act of misguidance is suitable to be in the fire. Brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the revered, the glorified, said in surah al-Hujurat 49.10, إِنَّمَا إِخْوَةٌ Indeed, the believers are brothers. Brothers here does not exclude the sisters. But this Quranic truth is telling us that we are related to one another by a common tie. This common tie is the statement of La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. There is no deity worthy of worship except Allah and Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa Allah's servant and messenger. And the fact that we are brothers in faith means we have to love each other for the glory of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say on the day of recompense, أَيْنَ الْمُتَحَابُّونَ بِجَلَالِيُ الْيَوْمَ أُضِلُّهُمْ فِي ظِلِّي يَوْمَ لَا ظِلَّ إِلَّا ظُلِّي Where are the ones who love each other for my glory? Today I will put them in my shade when there is no shade except my shade. And of course, the shade that is muted to Allah is the shade that Allah creates for the believers on the Day of Judgment. And let this future event motivate you today to treat your siblings in faith in such a loving way that when Allah will say, أَيْلَ الْمُتَحَابُونَ jalali Where are the ones who love each other for my glory? You raise your hand and say, Here I am. You raise your hand and say, here I am. Allah wants the hand of believers to be known for their love for each other. For this love is a ray of the light that attracts the lost to the truth. And this love has three levels. This love can be expressed in three levels. Our love for one another can be expressed in three levels, and that's what I would like to share with you today. Level number one is safety. The Prophet ﷺ will say, <laughs> "The Muslim is the one who the rest of the Muslims are saved from his tongue and from his hand." That does not mean. A Muslim does not have to pray. A Muslim does not have to fast. A Muslim does not have to read the Quran. But in this prophetic statement, the Prophet ﷺ is telling us about a very important distinguishing quality of the Muslim. A Muslim is the one who the rest of the Muslims are saved from his hand and from his tongue. And in keeping with, Allah loves not the oppressors, A Muslim mustn't be an agent of oppression toward anyone. A Muslim shows malice toward none and mercy toward all. And he should be especially keen to spare Muslims from the oppressive harms that he can cause them. Our attitude should be that we want to spare people from our gossiping, backbiting, ridiculing, sarcasm, put down slanders, maligning, and other harms that our tongues are capable of inflicting. And the first person to benefit from this teaching is you. Spare yourself from the harm of your tongue against yourself. Spare yourself from the harm of your hand against your own self. Yes, we can harm our own selves by our tongues and by our actions. The Prophet ﷺ tells us, إِذَا أَصْبَحَ بْنُ آدَمِ فإن الْأَعْضَاءَ كُلَّهَا تُكَفِّرُ اللِّسَانِ تَقُولِ اتَّقِ اللَّهَ فِينا فَإِنَّمَا نَحْنُ بِكْ هذه العبارة. فَإِنَّمَا نحن بك. إن <laughs> Every morning the limbs beg the tongue, saying to it, Fear Allah regarding us, because we take after you. Pay attention to this phrase. We take after you. If you are straight, we will be straight too. If you are crooked, we will be crooked too. <coughs> This dialogue that happens between the rest of your body and your tongue tells you if you cannot control your tongue, you will not be able to control the rest of your body. You will not be able to control your eyes, your hands, your ears, your actions, and your attitudes. But if you are able to control your tongue, You will be able to control your eyes, your ears, your hands, your actions, and your attitudes. Self-talk, brothers and sisters, is very important. If you say to yourself that you are strong, you are healthy, you are able, you are a victor, Allah is helping you, and you allow all of that thoughts to sink in into your consciousness, and then you will behave accordingly. But if you say to yourself, well, I am weak, I'm not able, I'm not a victor, I am defeated, I cannot do that. When you talk to yourself such thoughts, it will come into you, it will sink into your consciousness and realize what the Prophet وسلم, tells us, فَإِنَّمَا نَحْنُ بيه. We take after you. Then all of that will come into you, your body will believe it, and then you will act accordingly. Talk yourself into vigor, into ability, into tenaciousness, into being happy, into being grateful. Do not talk yourself into self-defeat, low self-esteem, and just play that broken record every morning, I cannot do it. It's hard. I cannot get out of bed. Oh, it's terrible today. You will feel accordingly. But when you talk to yourself positive thoughts, you are benefiting yourself. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanuttaqul wa qulu qaulan saddida yusla'h a'malakum. Oh, who you believe? Practice piety with Allah and say upright speech. Then Allah will correct your deeds. When you say to yourself, oh I'm going to be a victim, I'm not going to be able to do that. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not promise us that in the Quran. But Allah tells us in the Quran that He will give victory to His messengers and to the believers in this life and in the hereafter. So we need to self-positive talks to ourselves. Affect yourself by how you talk to yourself. Save yourself from the harm of your tongue against your own self. Monitor what you say in order to ascertain that good speech comes out of your mouth. And good speech also, as you know, is related to what you say and how you say it. And when only good speech comes out of your mouth, expect good things to happen to you. And when only good speech comes out of your mouth, that means you are operating based on the good thoughts that you are keeping in your mind. What you take to your mind grows there. So be very keen to take good thoughts into your mind in order for those good thoughts to affect how you behave. Good speech does not only entail advising, sharing the truth and love, ordering good... Enjoying in good, uh, forbidden evil, but also good speech entails a pleasant conversations such as conversations meant to solace someone, to encourage someone, to talk someone into being patient. All of that comes under the umbrella of good speech. Fund monitoring also loved ones safeguards a believer from evil speech. Evil speech not only entails lying, backbiting, slandering, maligning, boastful speech, and pompous statements, but also speech that causes undue pain and sufferings to others. Because what we say tells who we are. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi says, "Subabul Cussing at a Muslim is an act of dissoluteness. And what the Prophet ﷺ said in Arabic denotes another meaning that translates as when a Muslim curses, when a Muslim curses, it is an act of disemotiveness. And you can see the difference. And those meanings are packed in the Arabic phrase. Also the Prophet ﷺ says, لَيْسَ الْمُؤْمِنُ بِالْطَعَانِ a believer is neither a calumniator nor a cursor, and he is neither lewd nor obscene, as your know, calumniation means to utter maliciously false statements and charges or imputations against another. When somebody talks to you about a problem which you are not part of it, nor you are part of the solution of the problem, When somebody talks to us about a problem, and we're not part of the problem, nor we are part of the solution, this person is gossiping to you. If you allow this person to go on and talk, you are being a passive gossiper. Our attitude should be, we're not going to allow anyone to make our ears landfill for gossiping. People might be having some gossiping inside and they want to dump it somewhere. Do not allow them to dump it on you. Do not make your ears landfills for gossiping. And most importantly, what we say indicates the depth of our faith. The Prophet says, مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ Whoever believes in Allah and the last day, let him say good speech or otherwise, remain to be quiet. The tongue is not the dipstick of faith. As you know, a dipstick is used to measure the liquid level in an underground tank. They have the dipstick and they use it to measure the liquid level in an underground tank. Similarly, your tongue is your dipstick of faith that tells you how much you believe in Allah and the last day. How much your belief in Allah and the last day impacts your behavior. Therefore the Prophet tells us whoever believes in Allah and the last day, let him say good speech, or otherwise we to be quiet. The tongue reveals the heart. If you go to a medical doctor's medical doctors can you go to a doctor and say, open your mouth, stick your tongue, he has a flashlight, he looks at your tongue and says, oh you have this, you have some kind of infection diseases, maybe you need some kind of vitamins. They can tell by looking at your tongue what you have inside of you. And likewise you can tell by hearing yourself what you are saying, what you have inside of you. Be your own doctor. If good speech comes out of your mouth, out of my mouth, that is an indication of having a pure heart. If evil speech comes out of somebody's mouth, that is an indication of having a contaminated heart. And if both kind of speech comes out of us, then the speech that dominates what we say is how we are. So we have to be the doctor of our own selves. Listen to yourself. Listen to what you say to yourself internally and externally. Not only what do you say yourself externally, but internally. You might see somebody and you say in your heart, well, I cannot stand this individual. And they'll how are you? I miss you, I have not seen you for a while. No, that is a form of hypocrisy. We need to be very in order to make what we say on ourselves match what we say on the outside. I'm not saying you go to this person if you do not stand in them, Well, I do not stand here because the imam said I have to match what I say inside to the outside. But what I'm saying, we try to change ourselves from in the inside. Pray for that person. Say, may Allah give him this. May Allah give us this. May Allah rectify and bring our hearts together pray for that person and you'll see the effect of that prayer working supernaturally to heal any kind of frictions between you and another person. Because what we say affects our future. The Prophet ﷺ says, abad ma al verily a man will say a statement without paying attention to its impact, as a result he drops in hell, a distance greater than the distance between the east and west. SubhanAllah, every sarcasm, bitter remark, backbiting, maligning, settle in a window, put down, slandering and gossiping is a reason for any one of us to fall. In the fire, a distance that is more than the distance between east and west. We seek refuge in Allah from the evil of our actions and the evil of our tongues. And who wants to be dropped in the hellfire? We need to understand that what we say has major consequences. And the demon uses what you say to bring negativity doubt and ill feelings, to destroy our brotherhood, to bring discouragement to others, to germinate enmity, to bring frustrations to others, to bring pain to others, and to wound others. The demon uses what we say to amplify its impact, to bring hatred about, to bring frustration about, to bring pain about. Oh, did you hear what he said? Oh, he meant this and he meant that. And he does not like you. He does not care for you. And it's still whispers to give it more strength in your heart. And if we take the consequences of what we say seriously, the result is no less than Revolutionary. We will end up with the fewer problems, less divorce, less feud, less maligning, less fighting, less wasting time, less hurt, less friction, less pain, fewer wins, less frustration and less negativity. And we will end up with more trust, more time, more good feeling, more love, more joy, more happiness, more victory, more understanding, more cooperation and smoother relationships and stronger healthier communities wherever we we may be, as a result of just monitoring what we say and taking the consequences of what we say seriously. As you know when you call the customer service of a company, you might hear a very standard message. They say for quality assurance, this conversation may be recorded and we have to be certain that everything we say is recorded for accountability. We ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to help us and to guide us, not to harm anyone including our own selves with our tongues and with our hands. The first expression of our love to one another is to spare the rest of Muslims from the harm that we can cause them by our tongues and by our hands. A second expression of love toward one another is sharing. And sharing does not mean taking. I want to share with you this story about a little kid. I'm not going to mention the name. This little kid took the candy of another kid and he went under the bed and was eating that candy. When we saw that kid doing that, we told him, what are you doing? He said, I'm sharing his candy. He said, you're not sharing his candy, you're taking his candy. Sharing means giving; it does not mean taking. The Prophet says, La Every one of you does not believe until you love for your brother the good that you love for yourself. The teaching of this prophetic statement is very powerful. We need to be willing to share the good things that we have with our siblings in faith. When you love for your sibling in faith, the good things that you love for yourself, we will lose a great deal of selfishness. When we lose our selfishness, we will gain a closeness to one another and closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this prophetic statement tells us that our relationship with Allah will not be made well until our relationship with one another is made well. Because one of you will not believe until he loves for his brothers what he loves for himself. And you make the relationship well when you love for your siblings in faith the good things that you love for yourself. Uh, Treat others as you would like of them to treat you. I'm not saying you should not love good things for yourself, there's nothing wrong with loving yourself, there's nothing wrong with loving good things to yourself, you shouldn't feel guilty for loving yourself or loving good things for yourself, you shouldn't feel that your love for yourself is something that you have to deny or you have to hide. Loving yourself is not selfishness. But what selfishness is, is seeking or concentrating on your own advantage, pleasure or well-being without regard to others. A typical example of that is what happens in Ramadan on the iftar table. Some people come to the iftar table, especially on the, the ladies' side. And you can identify with that. And they put on their plate so much food. And maybe there is one good dish, and the food is good, and they overload their plates with food. And fear that the food will run out. And then this person will eat some, he's not able to eat the rest, and the rest goes to the garbage. That is selfishness. Because they are concentrating on their own benefit, regardless of others. That is selfishness. But when we concentrate on our own benefit, and we love good things for ourselves, and we love those good things for our siblings in faith, and we help them to do it by advice, by sharing, by caring, by encouragement, by charity, by volunteering, there's nothing selfish about that. Love for yourself to be successful, to be happy, to be contented, and also help your siblings in faith to attain the same. Allah does not want us to go through life feeling self-pity, defeated, having low esteem, and living in self-imposed mediocrity. Allah wants us to be victims. Allah wants us to live in a way that reflects how we believe in Him, and how we trust Him. Love for yourself good things that Allah wants for you and love for your brothers and sisters in faith, the good things that you love for yourself and help them to get those things through praise, through encouragement, through teaching, through sharing, through advice. You have some resources. Help them attain the benefits that you want to attain for yourself. <laughs> you might tell me, well, this brother of mine, I do not like. him. He did so many things wrong to me. Well, you do not have to love him emotionally, but your love to him becomes a principle of action. How you handle him with gentleness, how you handle this person according to what you believe in. That is how we need to express our love for one another, and that is through sharing. There is a third level, and that is the level of preferring. And though this practice is not mandatory, yet it is very preferable. And the highest expression of love is to give preference to others over yourself in times of shortages and in times of abundance. And that is hard to do. As you know, a brotherhood is a function of faith. And many people do not have the faith ability to give a preference to others over themselves in time of abundance, let alone in time of shortages. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the glorified, the most high, is telling us in the Quran how the Ansar, and as you know the Ansar, the believing residents of Medina, who received the Prophet and promised to help them. This is how they were. Allah azza wa says in the Quran, عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ قصاصر. They give preference to others over themselves even if they were in shortages. And we need to train ourselves try to prefer somebody over ourselves even with a little thing. And we do that in our immediate family maybe the mother always prefer her kids over herself. She might prefer her kids over her husband. But that is not what we're talking about. You need to start a little bit show that you might prefer some people over yourself in times of abundance. Let us be trained to express our love in the highest levels of expressions. When we do that we will be cooperating and helping to build a genuine community inclusive to the purpose of our existence is to form a healthy community wherever you are and it's a very profitable business. To live our lives on purpose. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us to that which is best. Allahumma aslih lana <laughs> dīnana allathi huwa asmatu amrina. Wa aslih lana dunyana allathi fiha ma'ashuna. Wa aslih lana akhiratana allathi ilayha ma'aduna al O Allah, bring goodness to our observance of our religion, which Amen. is the immunity of our affairs. Amen. O Allah, bring goodness to our world in which we live. Amen. O Allah, bring goodness to our afterlife Amen. to which we were returning. O Allah make our life a reason to increase us in every goodness. Amen. O Allah make our death a reason to relieve Amen. us from every evil. Inna Allahu This is my reminder to you today. I hope that Allah makes us from the people who hear the speech and follow that which is best. وَصَلَّى الله وسلم وَبَارَكَ عَلَى نَبِيِّنَا محمد.